Welcome to the Thrive Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly DeSantos, and I'm here to talk all things business, money, motivation, and manifestation. My goal in this podcast is to help turn your vision board into your reality and live a life of freedom. I'll interview some of the most amazing women in business who will give you all the tips and advice you need to live your most abundant life. We were not put on this earth to survive. We are here to thrive. So without further ado, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Thrive Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I hope everyone is doing well and everyone's having a good day. Today, we are going to talk about daily habits to implement into your daily routine to improve your overall health and wellness. Again, this just is going to kind of tie into our previous episode where we talked about how to finish the year off strong, and we are going to get ahead of our goals And that way we can welcome 2024 excited and on the right foot. One of the biggest New Year's resolutions, as I'm sure most of you can guess, always has to do with weight loss. People set this goal to lose weight or they want to join a gym. If anyone has joined a gym in January, you realize it's packed, it's crowded. There's usually gyms that do special membership rates for that month just to kind of get everyone in because they know people are like, that's it, new year, new me, I am going to get in shape, this is the time. But again, we're going to go back to the theory of why are we waiting till January to do that? And then sometimes it's overwhelming when we get to a point and we say, okay, you know, maybe you haven't been exercising. Maybe you haven't been dieting well. Maybe you've been overindulging or whatever the case may be. But when you get to the point where you make up your mind and say, no, I am going to become healthier. And maybe that's because your doctor told you, maybe you had a recent appointment and your blood work came back and they said, well, you're going to have to go on this, this, and this medication because of these reasons, whatever the case is. Or maybe you need a surgery because of whatever issues you're having. Our goal here is to kind of get ahead of those things, okay? Because I'm going to tell you, as someone in the medical field, especially focusing on health and wellness, it is so important. And we know that. We all know that it's important to eat well and diet, and we know it. But sometimes we don't do that. And that's okay. And you can't beat yourself up about this. If you are at a point where you're unhappy with how you feel or you're unhappy about the way you look or whatever the case is, the most important thing you can do is just start. Just start. Forget why you're in the situation. Just start. So let's talk about ways that we can make the process streamline a little bit easier. That way it's not such this drastic dreaded change because sometimes we put that in our head like oh tomorrow I'm starting the diet I'm gonna starve myself from all my favorite foods I'm gonna go and work out for two hours and blah 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 no we don't have to do that because research shows one if you're forcing yourself to do things you don't like you're highly unlikely to continue doing them at a consistent basis so the point of this is getting us to change small daily habits that we can all do easily and we don't feel overwhelmed by doing them. But in the end, our end result is going to be we are a healthier, happier 
person. Number one tip is water. Yes, we know we have to drink water. So I work with, you know, a lots of different aged patients, but I do have a large majority of 65 and up. I would say about half of them admit that they don't drink water. And they tell me back in my day, we didn't drink water. No one told us to drink water. I drank a pot of coffee all day long. And even my dad growing up, my dad would just drink coffee like water all day, basically. So this is like, I don't want to say a newer thing, but this is definitely, I think, in health wise, over the past couple decades, yes, we have been encouraged to drink water. We know it's healthy for us. We know why. Let's look at the caloric point of it. Obviously, drinking water over drinking soda when it comes to calorie intake and sugars is a better option. We know that, but it's also important for your body to be hydrated so you can avoid other issues. So drink your water. How much water do we drink? And again, this is something that's going to be specific to every person. And in regards to all these tips on this episode, you know, make sure you check with your providers as to what is appropriate for you. Uh, This podcast is just going to give you some general information and my personal opinion on something. So make sure you're checking with your provider before you implement any of these. So in regards to water, you should drink half your body weight in ounces. So let's say you're 130 pounds, you should drink 65 ounces of water a day. Usually a bottle of water is like, what, 16.9 ounces. So you can do the math on that. So I think that's a good rule of thumb unless you have any health reasons why you shouldn't be consuming that much water. So again, double check with your doctors on that. And then in regards to weight loss, if you're replacing a bunch of sugary, high calorie drinks with water, just that one thing alone is going to change your caloric intake and help you lose weight. You'd be shocked, especially if you're like a coffee drinker. You know, if you look at the calorie count in some of those coffees, it is scary. So (laughs) pay attention to what you're drinking because that's just a lot of calories in your drinking. So incorporate the water. Number two is 10,000 steps a day. Now I have grown to love this theory. 10,000 steps a day. We've heard about this for a while now. And anybody who has a smartwatch that counts your steps knows that you are going to work harder to do that because ignorance is bliss. If I don't have my watch on for that day and I have no idea how many steps I've done, like you don't really know, you don't care. But when you have your smartwatch on and it's telling you like update it throughout the day, you know, complete your rings, stand up because you haven't stood up in the past hour or whatever. But especially in regards to the steps, like I want to get my 10,000 steps in. I'm doing that. I can happily report that almost every day I get my 10,000 steps and or over that because I try hard at it. I really love to walk. So I have really loved walking around my neighborhood and I try to do like a mile and a half, two mile kind of fast walk. So that definitely helps get me steps. But even just you would be surprised doing things around the house, how many steps you get. And then you can translate that into how many calories you're burning for the day. So that just really helps give you a good roadmap of what you're burning. So 10,000 steps. It's not hard at all. You can incorporate short walks in throughout your day so easily. Say you're going to pick your kid up from school, park in the car rider line and walk for five minutes. Get those extra steps in. If you're on the phone and you're on hold, be on hold 
walk around your house. And it's really good just for your mental health as well. I love to walk. It just calms me. I get a lot of good ideas for things when I'm walking. I just, I love it. Some people make it a social thing. Maybe you meet up with your neighbor or your friend and you just incorporate walks for social things. I think that's really good too. Something else in regards to the water I forgot to mention is, you know, research shows that if you drink five glasses of water each day, you are reducing your chance of suffering from a heart attack by 40%. 40% less likely to have a heart attack just by drinking at least five glasses of water a day. So of course, when we talk about health and wellness, we think about weight. You know, more than 72 million people in the US are labeled obese. 16% of U.S. children are labeled obese, and the yearly cost of obesity in the United States is over $147 billion. So obviously getting our weight at a healthy level is important for one, our health. You know, you are going to significantly reduce your risk of chronic diseases, heart disease, diabetes, stroke, orthopedic injury, orthopedic issues. Your weight is really important for your health. I always tell people, you know, this theory, I'll see a lot of people maybe who are having chronic knee pain, or maybe are a candidate for getting a total knee replacement, but they don't want to do that yet. So they'll go to like physical therapy first to try to see if that would improve their knee. And if someone's overweight, I say, Listen, every one pound you lose is going to take about four pounds of pressure off of your knees. So if you're able to lose 10 pounds, that's going to take 40 pounds of pressure off your knees. Bump it up. If you can lose 20 pounds, that's going to take 80 pounds of pressure off your knees. That is crazy to me. And, you know, good weight loss and putting them on a strengthening, you know, we have had patients be able to postpone their knee surgery for another several years. So that's important. And then the patients who have had a knee surgery, it's important that they don't put on too much more weight after that either. So that is something that we should all try to focus on. Now, how do we do it? Obviously, we know we have to watch our food intake and we have to exercise because ultimately it just comes down to math. If you burn more calories than you take in and you do that consistently, you will lose weight. Exercise. We're all like, oh, we're so busy. We don't have time to exercise. And I get it. We all have that. So I've always liked to exercise. I've, I've always went to gyms. I've always enjoyed workout classes. I was into spinning classes for a while. I did TRX. Um, you know, you name it. I've done them all and I love them. And I've had different periods where I've really liked them. But COVID happened, COVID shut down, the gym shut down. That was the time when I kind of went to my home workouts and we have so many great resources now. There's so many, even on your TV, if you look on your TV or like one of your subscriptions, there's always a lot of great exercise options that have different classes and these classes are good. And there's apps, but there's so many different good apps that you can download for free or at a very small affordable cost and you can do these challenges and I kind of like that too because you'll say okay I want to do a four-week challenge and it'll give you your exercises for the week and guess what you're at home so if you have your kids your kids are home you can still exercise because you don't need someone to watch them for you to get in the car drive to the gym go to the class talk to your friends after the class get back in the car, drive home, shower. That's a lot of time. 
versus just getting into home exercises. And I love home exercises. Like that has become my favorite way to work out now is I'll do my walk. My walk will take anywhere from like 20 to 30 minutes, depending on the day or how many neighbors I see because we have so many neighbors that walk and then we just start talking. And then I'll come home and I'll do like a 20 to 40 minute workout after that, either with a different app or a different workout video. I kind of created my own workout. It's just basically my favorite exercises and I make sure to hit every main muscle group and I totally enjoy doing it. And again, when you pick things that you enjoy doing, you're more likely to do it. Don't put burpees on your list of exercises if you don't like doing burpees. I hate doing burpees, so I will never have that on my list, but there's lots of other exercises and so many functional things and you don't need a lot of equipment. So I'm going to make a PDF of my typical favorite home workout and I'll upload that for anybody. I feel great doing it. It's just made it so much easier and it is such a good way to get your work done. And then in regards to food, I'm going to have someone who's a nutritionist come on this podcast and we're going to talk about food on another episode. However, I'm going to tell you my rule for food. I like to eat healthy at home and then when I go out, I'll indulge. So typically... Monday through Thursday, we're usually eating at home, or I should say maybe Sunday through Thursday, we're usually eating at home. So those days, I will try to eat healthier foods. And one good thing is my husband and my son and myself, we like healthy food. So it's not really like a chore to do that because there's so many good recipes that you can make that are just so tasty and and healthy. And if you guys need help finding some of those, I'll upload some good recipes as well. But just try this rule out. Try the eat healthy at home and then indulge on the weekends. And then a lot of it has to do with prepping too. So if you don't have anything prepped at home, or if you don't have healthy foods at home, you're hungry. And then you're just going to go grab whatever you have, or you're going to go pick something up quick. And usually the quick options are not healthy. So it's just really, again, about proper planning, having those things available and just setting yourself up for success. Because again, when you set yourself up for success, that's what's going to happen. If you put healthy food in your fridge, you're going to eat it. So same theory. And then another thing for health and wellness is just really having a good personal care routine. We have all just become obsessed with our skin lately, like everyone is doing all these different skincare regimes and there's a million products out and a million different treatments you can do. So I do think that that's important to feel good about yourself is also taking care of personal things like your skincare routine or taking care of your hair, taking care of your dental. So those are all important. So implement something and stick to it and make sure you make the time to do it because we all know we are busy. The day is long, but I love at the end of the day to just kind of do my skincare at night, my 10, 15 minute thing that I do and put my products on. And if you find the right products that work for you, it's amazing how much better your skin will look. So I think that that's important and we should all take the time to do that for ourselves because you know what? You're worth it. And then my last tip on ways to improve our health and wellness is to decrease your screen time. So I just took some continuing education courses over the past few weeks because I have to renew my professional license. And one of the courses I took was on screen time. And it was mind blowing the facts of how much screen time the average person in this country uses and how many negative effects happen from using 
way too much screen time. And in regards to this topic today, I want to touch on your sleep. We all know that you should not look at your phone or your computer screen, you know, at least for an hour before you fall asleep. But probably a lot of us still do. And it is. It affects your sleep. So let's replace some of the screen time to some other activities that we can do to help improve our mental health. This could be journaling. This could be reading a book. This could be meditating. Whatever it is, try to replace at least 30 to 60 minutes per day of screen time with something healthy for your mental state. Because again, sometimes we just don't often spend the time to work on ourselves and we get burnt out. So it is amazing what we can do just by changing 30 to 60 minutes a day of screen time. And you can split that up. Maybe you're used to waking up first thing and looking at your phone for 20 minutes. Don't do that. Just wake up drink your coffee, do some journaling, whatever. Just avoid the phone because again, that screen time is not positive for us. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and you try to implement some of these strategies into your daily routine to improve your overall health and wellness. So just remember, you know, get up, move a little more, eat a little better, go for some walks. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for being here. I really appreciate each and every one of you and I will catch you on the next episode. All right. Bye.